This is the Visionary Founders Podcast, helping founders to activate their biggest visions, create extraordinary lives and businesses, and to make a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to lay the foundations and growth to create a legacy. In this show, you'll learn the practical and profound changes to make in yourself and your business to have the impact you desire, because you are a visionary founder. Hello, and welcome to this episode. And today I wanted to talk about why intuition is really the most important thing for you if you want to live life as a visionary and you want to create a visionary business. So why do I say that? And are you conscious of it? Do you actively use your intuition? Do you tune into it for yourself every day? And my coach actually asked me a question this morning, which was, do you channel your intuition for you in the same way as you do for your clients? And it really sat with me because I do, you know, I use my intuition all the time in my life, but sometimes not as actively as I could in my own business as I do with my clients. And I guess when I'm with my clients, I'm so in my zone, I'm so connected to them. I'm feeling into the potential and the possibility all the time. And when I do that, I am really, you know, I just get these intuitive downloads about things. And I was doing that, you know, I was away for two days in London this week, working with L'Oreal. And I was lying in bed on a on the morning in between, and we had one night and it was the morning of the next day. And I always do this when I'm away working with clients because there's a lot of noise when you're working in a room with people all day. So having had a brilliant night's sleep, I set my alarm a bit early and then I just lay in bed and I just connected to them and connected to the event and connected to what was the next pieces. And I just allowed myself to flow with it, to just connect, to feel into what the next pieces were for them. And that really informed a very powerful part of the next day. What was that purpose that bound them together? What was the next phase? What was the guiding principle that was really going to allow this team to elevate them to even greater levels of brilliance? And that was very much an intuitive download. And I realized as I was talking to my coach this morning that I've recently moved house. So I've moved house to a place called Southbourne in Bournemouth, which is just amazing. I'm about five minutes from the beach, which was one of my intentions and intuitions this year. Um, I've had my daughter's birthday. I've dashed off to London to deliver this client workshop. And I realized as I was sort of talking about it this morning with my coach that you know, I really need to allow the space for those intuitive downloads in my business as well as in my life. And, you know, particularly over the last couple of years, the more I've connected to who I am as a visionary in the world, the more I've connected to what I want my life to be like, the more I've allowed my intuition to guide me. And don't get me wrong, you know, I come from a business background. I worked 10 plus years in you know, big corporations in marketing roles. I've done all of that. I can be very masculine and driving sometimes, sometimes positively, sometimes not. (laughs) I can get caught up in my own brain, all of the things I'm sure you're resonating with as you're listening to this. But actually what I know is when I allow the space and when I connect to my intuition, it's never wrong. And I really do believe that. And I've had it proven to me so many times for myself personally and also for my clients that when I really listen, when I just allow those downloads, 
when I am in my body and my essence and my spirit rather than my head, the messages I get and the instincts I have are never wrong. So I want you to just sit with that as you listen to this episode and think to yourself, when have I had that intuitive sense of something? When have I had that sense of a download? And when I say download, you know, that may be not your language. I mean, like, when have you just known something? So you might call it a gut feel, an intuition, an idea. You know, you may have different ways of framing that for yourself. But I guess what I mean is something that is almost given to you. It probably makes no logical sense. It probably came to you when you weren't actively thinking. So it might have come to you when you were lying in bed, when you're in the shower, when you're on holiday, not actively thinking about work or your business or whatever, when you were having time off, when you were walking in nature, and you just have that intuitive hit about something, and you kind of know that that's the right thing to do. And, you know, I've talked about this before, but, you know, in my personal life, I have really allowed myself to be guided by this in the last two years. I knew when intuitively, when I needed to come out of my marriage, I knew it was done. I knew that I just couldn't be me and move into the next phase of my life in that relationship. And once I decided, I decided. And, you know, it then took a few years for that to kind of really play out and come to its conclusion. But I absolutely knew with every cell of my body that that was done. I knew that we would not stay in Cookfield in West Sussex where we used to live, much as like everything logically said, that's the right thing to do. It made total sense. We had friends there. We had support there. We had a family home. We had all of those things. And yet I just knew it was not the right thing to do. I knew that we would move. I knew that we needed to be near the sea. And again, intuitively, when I step onto the seafront, I just feel happy. It's this weirdest thing. I can be having a really like stressy time or not feeling in my zone or whatever. And I step onto the sea and I breathe in that sea air and I smell it and I see the waves and it's literally almost instantaneously, I just feel connected. So it's essential to me if I'm going to lead from that visionary space that I live near the sea because that's where I feel most me. So that was a very instinctive decision. And then sometimes it's about following the breadcrumbs, as I call it, because, you know, when you have that intuition, it's not going to suddenly necessarily all line up overnight because you're kind of aligning and clearing your internal and external reality to be able to claim that vision. And so, you know, again, in hindsight, it was kind of the next logical thing was to look in Hove, which was up the road from me. I'd lived in it before. You know, it kind of made sense to go and live there, et cetera, et cetera. We could still keep in touch with our friends from Cookfield. You know, there were lots of reasons why. And we tried to live in Hove and we kept looking at properties and they kept falling through. And I just got this feeling. I remember being in Hove one day with LRA and I said, you know what? This is not lining up. There is something here that's not lining up. And then all of a sudden, I got this idea to live in Bournemouth. And I hadn't even thought about Bournemouth for God knows how many years. I only knew one person who lived here. But I just sort of thought, you know what? I just have a sense of it. And I went home and I Googled Steiner schools in Bournemouth because I knew that I wanted my child to go to Steiner school. Lo and behold, there was a Steiner school in Ringwood. And, you know, I realized that we could 
potentially live near the sea and LOA could go to a Steiner school. So that hit both our buttons. We came down. There were all sorts of coincidences along the way, which I'm not going to bore you with. It would take too long. But essentially, we went to the school. We loved it. She loved it instantly. We decided that. We've had two properties appear as if by magic since we've been here, that the property market here is crazy for rentals and to buy. And on both occasions where I've said, I just need to be here, I need to be in Southbourne, a house has just popped up that, you know, we're now living in a beautiful four bedroom detached home in Bournemouth, five minutes from the sea, 10 minutes walk from the local high street, which we love with a community here, with a school bus that LOA can get on and go into school on. You know, I just, I just absolutely love it here. And, you know, again, intuitively, we were in a really nice rental 10 minutes down the road. It didn't make that much difference logically, although the school bus does make quite a big difference. But I knew we needed to move. I knew that this was the time and we couldn't stay in that house that we were in for another year. It would hold us back. It would hold me back in my expansion. You know, I followed these intuitive hits. I just knew that I wanted to create a podcast. I knew that I wanted to have a bigger impact in the world. I knew that I wanted to have a mass market impact. I knew that I wanted to do something that was beyond the corporate stuff, which had been my business for a long time. I knew I wanted to impact with entrepreneurs who were growing their businesses, who were visionaries who wanted to change the world. And so, again, I've been following those intuitive hits. And this works in two ways for me. One is that when I follow those hits, it always works out. You know, this podcast is now in the top 5% of podcasts globally. I've got amazing guests approaching me to come on it. I love doing it. It just lights me up every time I record an episode. I bump into people who randomly tell me they're listening to it. It's just the most wonderful thing, right? And clients have come through who are totally aligned with this new vision for the business. I'm working with some of the most brilliant businesses and game changers in the world who inspire me every day and stretch me as much as I stretch them into their potential. They stretch me, which again, if you've listened to other episodes of this podcast, you'll know that I'm passionate about co-creation. And so it's a co-creative process for me. I'm just about to start a bigger contract with one of my clients next year that just, just kind of fills me with joy. And all of this is evolving so naturally. And I get to do it from home. I get to be by the sea. I get to be really present in my daughter's life. I have a community of support around me who've looked after LRA while I've been in London this week. It just, you couldn't make up what's happened for me in the last couple of years. And so I really wanted to record this episode because I say my coach reminded me of this this morning. There's something bubbling that I'm going to offer more broadly out into the world and to start to create more opportunities for people to work with me, not just within the big corporates or the the big companies, but on a more personal level with me. So that's going to be appearing next week. So watch out on my social media for that. But it's also something that I help my clients with and which I've seen time and time again, that probably my biggest one of my biggest roles with my clients is to get them connected back to their intuition and their intuitive selves, to trust who they are, to trust that knowing, to trust what the next steps are, almost to kind of give them permission and belief, which I totally have in them, 
even before potentially they have it in themselves. And to know that when those intuitive hits come, your job is to follow them. So again, sometimes we have this intuitive hits and then we go, no, really? That doesn't make any sense. Am I really going to do that? I don't want to do that. That feels exposing or challenging or not in my current plan or whatever the thing is. We don't follow it. And always when when I haven't followed it or when I see my clients not follow it, you know, there's a consequence. I don't mean that something terrible happens. I mean that you lose that opportunity or the timing goes out of sync or maybe somebody else does it. That's the other thing that happens. You know, I've talked before about Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic. And if you read that, she talks about all these creative ideas that exist in the ether and they're kind of waiting for human beings to partner up with them. And if you don't partner with something, somebody else will. And I don't know if you've ever had this experience in your business where you've had an idea for something and you haven't actioned it because you were busy or because other stuff was going on or you talk yourself out of it. And then you see someone else do it and you think, oh, damn it. I had that idea. I had that instinct six months ago and I didn't act on it. And when you don't, someone else will claim it and it will come into being in some other way. And I love the idea of like having these ideas floating around in the ether, waiting for someone to partner with them. So if you imagine that, your job as a visionary is to connect to those ideas. And the only way you can connect to those ideas is to allow the space to do whatever your form of kind of clearing meditation connection is where you've let go of your logical brain, you've let go of the shoulds, you've let go of the pieces that you feel you ought to do. And you've really stepped into that intuitive space of, okay, what's next for me? What can I feel? What feels amazing to me? And you've just gone with that, right? And it's also the power of the intuition is that it's where you make your quantum leaps from. So it's the big moves. It's the bold moves. It's the thing you launch that makes you feel vulnerable. It's the big step that you think, I don't know how this is going to work. I can't see the how. I can feel like there's a potential and opportunity there, but I don't know how. I can't feel into it. I can't, yeah, I can't work out the how. I can't see the pieces. And you have to trust and go. You have to take that first step. You have to put yourself out there. And when you do, believe me, all the pieces will line up. And, you know, that's the kind of fun bit. That's the magical bit, actually, of, you know, knowing that the universe has bigger plans for you and that when you let go of your limited human understanding, logical understanding of the way that things will transpire, that's when magic happens. And it's in the intuition connected to the big moves. So intuition and action, intuition and action, intuition and action. And honestly, I will confess that in my life, I've been better at the intuition than the action. I get my clients into action all the time. (laughs) I drive like brilliant results for my clients through this intuitive knowing and downloads that I get for them. I haven't always done that for myself, honestly. And I know this is the next evolution for me and my business is to kind of employ that as much in my business as I am for my clients. And that's been my big message today. And I wanted to share that message, especially if you're a coach, you work in the personal development world, you're running that type of business, because often we're so focused on giving, we're so focused on serving our clients, we're so focused on getting that out there that we forget to do it for ourselves. 
And one of my big lessons this year has been to receive. And I've realized that that receiving is on so many levels. It's receiving support around me in my life practically. It's allowing love into my life. It's receiving gifts. It's receiving positive praise. It's receiving those messages from the universe. And when we're in receiving mode, which I call the feminine energy, that when you're in that receiving mode, your job is to just feel and be and sense those next pieces and then employ your masculine to get the thing into action, right? Actually, it doesn't take that much masculine energy to do it if you're aligned, but to really feel it and put it into action and to trust and to, to step out. I, I don't can't remember which film it is. It's a great clip I always have in my mind from one of the Harrison Ford movies, the Raiders of the Lost Ark movies, where there's a bridge, but you can only see the bridge when you step out. And when you step out, the next step appears. I used to refer to that a lot. I haven't thought about that for a long time. But there's something about that, that as you step out, as you make the bold move, as you take the first step into the unknown, the next step will appear. But if you don't listen for the intuition and you don't take your first step, then you can't create. And our job as visionaries is not just to have the vision, it's to actualize the vision. It's to create change into the world. It's to put something out there that shifts the world in a better way, whatever your version of that is. So my purpose is to revolutionize how we live and work. My purpose is to mean that living in a passionate, joyful meaningful way, doing work that fulfills us. It doesn't even feel like work. That's just joyful and energizing and beautiful. And that becomes a norm in life. And we let go of all this industrial age nonsense around working hard and saving and living in scarcity and all of that stuff that we just evolved beyond that as a human race. And that's my bigger mission in the world. And everything I do is leading to that mission. And I can't do that. I can't live to that mission and truly be aligned with it if I'm trying to do it logically. I could do it, but it would be a lot slower. It's the intuitive hits. It's the steps forward. It's the amazing creation that allows things to be different. And that's what I want for you. I want you to live in the space of visionary intuition. I want you to know that that's the biggest you know, even from a practical level, that that's the biggest driver in your business. So even if you want to think about results and numbers and all the rest of it, connecting to your intuition, acting on your intuition will give you better business results than any strategy and business plan that you can possibly put together. Yes, make a plan around the intuitive hit. Perfect. Do it, right? Employ your masculine on it. Um, Not too much, actually, but a bit. But actually, it's the intuitive hits that shift things in those magical ways and you will feel it in your body. And I'm so connected to this today because that's what I experienced with the with the team I was working with yesterday, that one of them named something for the group. And as they said it, the whole group felt it. It was one of the those extraordinary moments that I love when I facilitate groups, that the whole group was like, yes, that's it. And, you know, the funny thing was that people were then trying to sort of create the right words around it, add an action to it and all of the rest of it. And then we realized that just that emotional hit, just that sense of connection, just that sense of how you come together was actually enough. That was the bold move. That was the step forward that this group needed to move into their next evolution and their next level of creating change in the organization. 
are so cool when you experience that. So I also, I really want you to know this on so many levels, like just on a personal level, that this is a really fun way to live life and to have joy in your life and passion in your life and be on purpose. And so just from a personal level, when you follow your intuition, your life will be better. And then from a business point of view, when you follow your intuition, you will catapult your business into levels that you cannot even possibly dream of right now. And that's our job as visionaries. Oh, and number three, you'll create more change in the world, right? So you'll have a better life, you'll have an amazingly successful business, and you'll create change in the world. And if you're a visionary listening to this, you're probably going, yep, yep, yep. Those are the three things I want. And I want you to have all of those. I don't want you to sacrifice your life for your work. I don't want you to have a big impact and burn yourself out. I want you to have an amazing, joyful life. I want you to create a fantastic business that provides abundance for you and everyone else involved in it. And I want you to create impact in the world. And if we can all do those three things, we really create the tipping point that changes life. So that's my little two pennies today. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. I just love sharing these things with you. And I would love you now to connect with me on social media. So particularly on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, my three channels I post in. I will be posting some offers next week and opportunities actually this week for when this podcast goes out. (laughs) So do look at my social media channels and there is an offer coming for only a couple of people at this point to work with me to help you channel your intuition, to help you find these next places. So do watch and look out for those because it's going to be a very limited number and I'd love you to get involved. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Founders Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you're a visionary founder and you're ready to up-level yourself and your business, connect with me at lisamitchell.co.uk forward slash connect.